All right. I'm going to have to just uh, cut that off because I want to bring on my last guest, author Bruce Haynes. Good morning, Bruce. Morning. Sorry to keep you waiting. I, I want to tell you I really enjoyed your book, Down the Up Staircase, Three Generations of a Harlem Family. Could you tell the listeners how this all came about? Uh, well, um, I guess I happen to be born to a, uh, the grandson of a famous sociologist, George Edmund Haynes, mm-hmm. who was the founder of the National Urban League and first African-American to get a Ph.D. from Columbia University. Whoa. <laughs> and uh, I found myself following in his footsteps, despite the fact that I never met him. And uh, when I was in college, I, I was a sociology major and uh, went to the library and discovered that he had very similar interests as my own. And as I got older and became a sociologist, I looked back on my family history and thought, oh, I have a story to tell, both about the family's legacy, but also about uh, not only my grandfather's legacy, but his wife uh, as well, Elizabeth Ross Haynes, mm-hmm. who was uh, also a trailblazer in her own right. There were so many things that influenced um, the area you grew up in. Could you talk about you know, the different things that happened for people aren't familiar with Harlem and the different movements? Well, Harlem itself is a fascinating community. Um, in its early days, you know, uh, it got its name from the Dutch, Harlem. And then the early turn of the century, a lot of Jews settled there from Europe. Uh, or many of them were Orthodox, so they mm-hmm. had a number of Orthodox synagogues in Harlem, and as well as Catholic Church and college. And, um, and Harlem got built up in anticipation for a... Uh, middle class, a rising moneyed class. Uh, so they built a lot of brownstones that were built by a number of famous architects on places like Convent Avenue and um, uh, Edgecombe Terrace and other places. And um, the white community, uh, middle class folks, never showed up. And uh, that, in part, led to the selling off of that property to African-American migrants who were coming into New York at that time period. Okay. Now, your, um, your family really defied the odds. Uh, your four great-grandparents on your father's side, right? They owned land in the South as early as 1880? Indeed, indeed. Uh, he had fought in the Civil War and earned money and uh, bought land with that money and was able to turn that land into a number of acres. Um, Unfortunately, it was land in a very desert-like place. It wasn't the best land. So right. You had to work that land awfully hard, and to this day, there's not much uh, on what was once the, the family's uh, land. Was this a book that you always felt you wanted to write? You know, in some ways, I think I did. Uh, since I was in high school, I, I had been collecting um, my grandfather's materials and and I had always been the kind of family historian and asking Grandma about the history and writing it down on napkins and saving it. And <laughs> uh, I, I think it, it, in the back of my mind, I had hoped that I would write something one day. Um, and I also had collected all of the stuff that seemed like it should be in a museum. And I wanted to, to write about it and to find a way... Um, 
I figured one day I'll die and it will all be tossed in the trash. And so I thought, okay, before that happens, I have to do something with this material. I want to mention, if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Bruce Haynes, uh, one of the co-authors um, of Down the Up Staircase, Three Generations of the Harlem Family. Uh, is it Sima? Is that how you pronounce her name? Uh, Sima. Sima. Sima Salovich. How did this uh, come about, that the two of you decided to write this together? Well, um, first, uh, uh, Sim and I are married. We've been married uh, 22 years, mm -hmm. and um, I know about her great literary skills and uh, how much she has edited my, edit my academic work over the years. And so when I thought about writing uh, a book that I really wanted to reach a really broad audience, I didn't want it just to be an academic book that sat on the shelf. Uh, I turned to her and asked if she would be interested. And uh, at first, we didn't know what we were doing. We spent a number of years writing drafts and and kicking around the dirt, so to speak, trying to figure out um, coming up with a voice that uh, was the two of us and something that that was still authentic to to my own story. And um, so it took us some crafting and 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 took us a while to develop the sort of research strategies that allowed us to, to write together. But that's how it came about. And um, we spent a lot of time writing drafts and uh, pursuing editors and, and then asking mm -hmm. friends for feedback and scholars and other experts because we knew we wanted to have a real expertise that guided the, the, the history and the, the social science that was providing the fame, framework for understanding the family. So then we relied on a lot of uh, top scholars in the country. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was a very methodical process. You weren't obviously in a rush to just crank something out. You wanted to make sure it was exactly what the message you wanted to get out. Well, I'm, I'm glad that comes across. You know, um, mm -hmm. I had one chance to do this. I thought this was, in some ways for me, the culmination of my career. Uh, I began teaching in 1995 at Yale University, and I've been teaching sociology and race relations and racial inequality for all of this time. And, uh, and I had one shot to write the family story and to, and to save my grandfather's legacy. I love it. I do want to uh, mention all your info is up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. What would you oh, like? Wonderful. Oh, sure. What would you like listeners to take away from this book? Wow, too wow, so much. Um, I guess the biggest thing is uh, people look at my life and my success as evidence of the American dream working, but I believe I made it because I had many people who helped me around the many racial obstacles that I faced in my life and that the community from which I came faced. And so I want people to remember the many hardworking folks who remained in Harlem never had the chances that I had. Right. So I wanted to share with you, I'm reading this book, and I see the words Horace Mann. I went there. Oh, really? Yes. And I still have my yearbook, and I look at those disgusting teachers that, you know, I didn't know at the time what was going on. And when I read about that and the time, because you were in there at the time, I don't know what year you were there. Well, that, uh, was, that, that was my brother George sorry, who was there brother, at Horace Mann. Your brother George, yes. yes. I was blown away because I thought, oh, it's... You just don't know. You find yourself in this, you know, college prep school, and you think everything's great, and it's not. Well, you know, my brother faced a different era. He came through in 68. That mm -hmm. was his class. My class was class of 78. 
and I and when I look back, I realize, um, you know, the generation that I experienced were much more open to to a black kid from Harlem than the kids he faced at Horace Mann in '68. Mm-hmm. I know we have to wrap up, but I just really enjoyed this so much, and there's, there's so much to gain from reading this. Um, if, I just want to leave Bruce Haynes, and where is your what's your website or pe- where people can find you? Uh, well, that's uh, the name of the book. It is. Uh, downtheupstaircase.com, and uh, my my co-author is Simo Solovich, and if you just Google that name, I'm sure the book will pop up on, on the web somewhere. Fantastic. And you're a professor in the Department of Sociology at the University of California, Davis. Indeed I am. Fantastic. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you calling in, and if you have other projects you want to call back in again, I'd love to have you on. Oh, thanks so much for talking with me. My pleasure. Have a great day. Thanks, you too. Bye-bye. Again, that was Bruce Haynes calling in to talk about his book, Down the Up Staircase, Three Generations of a Harlem Family. And uh, standing by, Sheldon Abbott with Cure for the Blues. He's going to take over in just a moment. I just want to mention I am on Twitter at moms underscore rock. KUCI is on Twitter at KUCI FM. We're on Instagram at KUCI FM, Tumblr, blog.kuci.org, and Facebook, KUCI 88.9. If you want to find out about being a guest, you can send me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E at K-U-C-I dot org. And if you missed any part of today's show, everything will be up on my show blog within an hour after I wrap. Get the funk out show dot org. Have a great Monday, everybody, and I'll be back next week.